Today's vad was dedicated for Hana Bat Abraham and the Zechut of the Limud Torah and the Zechut of the Tzedakah she have a refuah shalema bekarov. Okay, so we're holding here in <clears throat> the part of Madregas HaOdom called Bir Hamidas and we're up to Perak Zayin. Seventh paragraph. We're going to start a very, very important subject where the only way to truly grow is if we're willing to accept constructive criticism. That means a human being has a lot of negias and it's very hard to truly know if what you're doing is correct or incorrect a lot of times. And if people would point things out to you, obviously there can't be people that are looking to knock you or break you. But people that care about you will point things out. That's the way to grow, to see the truth, okay? But naturally, the human being wants to deflect criticism. So that's the subject we're going to talk about. Let's read a little bit of inside, and then we'll work it out. Um, he has a lengthy dis- discussion in about a page from now where he talks about Avraham, Avinu, <coughs> and Avimelech. So being that it's negated to the parshas we're learning, we'll go into it. Okay? So it says like this, asher ben To a person who is dedicated, it's a career, to clarify his midot. Between him, the way to tell the difference between him and a person who is not working on himself, who is willing to admit that he's lacking something. Okay? That means a person who is focused on self-development recognizes that he does have flaws. So once you recognize that, and once you have a career of fixing yourself, you're more open to be criticized. So this is a big side which we're going to see. is going to prove from David HaMelech, and I'm going to explain it to you soon, is that even sometimes the person who's giving the rebuke is making a mistake. He thinks that you are wrong. Still, you won't deflect him. You will listen to the Musr. And you'll also be able to admit. Admit to what? You can do anything wrong. So we're going to learn that you'll be able to admit that even if you didn't do something wrong, but if you did it in a way that it looks to people like you did it wrong, that itself is a flaw. Person has to do things in a way which is also coming across as a correct behavior and not to bring a chilul Hashem from what he's doing, right? So there's ways of doing it. We'll see when we learn through the story with David Amelch. He will go deep into his heart. Even if it's a small pigam. Yecherad v'takno, he'll be right away ready to fix that up. Umi she'en o'imen al bir amidus, 
גם אם יבררו לו חסרונו, אשר יש לו באמס, this is the polar opposite. So the guy who's looking to work on himself, even if the actual thing he did wasn't wrong, but could have been done in a better way, he will admit. I mean, it's, even though it's only dak minat dak, and the person who's not interested in bir hamidus, even if you show him clearly that he did something wrong, he'll still try to justify his behavior. And that's what the author is going to show us, a contrast between David HaMelech and Avimelech. David HaMelech, who didn't do an actual chet, which we'll learn about, but still the way he did it was a little bit off, so he accepted criticism. Avimelech, who did something wrong by taking Sarah, even after he was rebuked by Hashem, he still tried to justify himself. I mean, the rebuke doesn't only have to come from people. Even if Hashem would rebuke a person directly, but a person who wants to believe about himself, that he's virtuous and he's flawless, even if Hashem points it out, he's going to come up with an excuse. Okay? We're going to learn about that. So let's start. When Natan HaNavi came, came to give him Musa about the story with Basheva. Oh no, he answered, Chatati la Hashem, I sent to Hashem. How you doing? That's your brother? Wow, very nice. Baruch Haba. So now, he said, so David HaMelech had Basheva's husband killed. Okay? And he took Basheva as a wife. And he said, Nosan Anovi gave him rebuke. He said, Chatati la Hashem. Even though Chazal tell us that anybody who says that David HaMelech committed a sin is making a mistake. There was no sin involved. That David HaMelech was correct for killing the husband of Basheva. Right? So technically, he should have judged Datan Hanavi as a married b'malchus. He told the king that he's a choyter. Right? And yeah, he didn't say that. Yes, yet he admitted. He said, I sinned. Right? So what's going on over here? So he says like this. The way a normal human being is, before he begins a career of working on himself, the way natural instinct of a person is, is that he covers his chisronot. People do not want to admit to a flaw. Even if he knows that his flaw is known to his friend, he will not be willing to admit. He tries every strategy and any type of way of wiggling out of the fact that he should admit that he has a flaw. And he should, even turns the chesaron into a mailah. 
וכוונה מיוחדת במרמו וכחש. הלכס כמה וכמה כי לא יוידע לחסורן אשר אין לו באמס. הכל וכוימה, he doesn't really have that flaw, but only the way he did it wasn't so straight, he will still not admit it. ואצל דובן מוצינו, אשר אומר חטאתי לאשר, even though he didn't do a chet, because Chazal uh, say that David HaMelech was not a choyter when he killed Bathsheba's husband, right? So he says like this, why did David admit if he didn't do anything wrong? Omnam bira inyinhu, ki ha'odam ha'mayla roi pegam, gam b'zeh levad sh'yesh b'maysa v'ashayitu b'nei odam l'achshav shuchot. If a person did something in a way that even people could kite it up, as it's something wrong, he's also not supposed to do that. That's a whole yesoid in itself. That a person has to do things in a way that there's no chashad coming from the thing that he's doing. Even though the thing he's doing is not wrong. And for David HaMelech to do something that's not totally understandable by the public, that's also called the Chil Hashem. Even though the goof thing that he did wasn't wrong. That's also called the Chil Hashem, and he could say, Chatati Lashem. Who, Makir, Shabashlem is the Odom Tzarek Lasot Akoba Ofen, Ashaloi Yeshum Mokum Litois, Kichatu. He has to do things in a way that there's no Mokum Toyus to think that he's doing the Chat. But Mashalai also came on a Chatati Lashem. Ukemoishu Matsinu Eitzel Rabyurchan and Shaoma. Could go in Anna. If let's say Rabbi Yechanan has to walk four amot without Torah and Tefillah, for whatever reason, he's not feeling well, whatever it is, but if people will see him walking Dalar Amas without Torah and Tefillah, it will be a Chil Hashem. So now he's Mechuyiv to do it. Okay? Even though he was potter min halacha from doing that, because he was very weak, the whole zayis uchil Hashem, still uchil Hashem. Kevin she'acherim lo yodu Other people don't know; they're not aware. So you don't say, you know what? Why don't you judge me favorably? I have to do what I have to do. It's your problem. No, we have an achrayis that other people shouldn't sin either. That's a big uh, Indian. It's a, it's a fascinating responsibility. Tremendous responsibility that we have that other people shouldn't be choyte. We couldn't, we shouldn't give people a place to speak Lashon Har about us. There's a halacha that says that when a person goes to the bathroom, that says in the street, he has to go to the bathroom. It's Chayef to go. Baltashachs has to go to the bathroom. So he should find Afar Tichuach. He should find soft ground where it will absorb the urination. When he urinates, it should absorb in the ground. And he's not allowed to uh, go to the bathroom on a rock, let's say. Why? Because what happens is, when he goes to the bathroom on the rock, so the water... The urine hits the rock and splashes back and goes onto his clothing, right? So what's going to happen? People are going to think that, he's a, that he has a, a medical problem, a certain kind of medical problem where you can't have children, Khrushchev, it's called. 
that the way it works is that when they urinate, it drips down. Okay, so what's the problem? So I'm thinking he's a Khrushchev, huh? But the Maishan guy's married, he has a wife with ten kids. Right? They're all sitting in the minivan over there while he goes to the side to go to the bathroom, you know. So what are people going to say? Ah, must be his wife as Mazana and their mom's there. See, a wild zach. Why can't they just think that maybe he went to the bathroom on a rock, you know? That in general shows the rottenness of people. That people are, will go far-fetched to put somebody down and to speak Lush and Hur about him, even though the chances are very, 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 very minute. From family, the wife's wearing a snood, you know, very religious. She wears a mitzbachat. No wig even, she's wearing a mitzbachat. From a mishpocha, the kids have tzakras and tepeyes. They go to yeshivas and everything, and all of a sudden, he sees some some drips of urine on his pants, and he says, ah, he must be a kushovcha. Ah, he has a wife. Ah, he has kids. Ah, must be mamzer. That's a wild thing. Maybe he just uh, had to go to the bathroom, you know? That's probably more the pashtas. Right? So, okay, so you want to tell me that people are like that. That's a shmuz in itself. But why do I have to be in the spoil from that? Jared says I have to be in the spoil from that. I can't bring people to be moitzi laz and to make Lashon Hara. I have that responsibility. So even if it's not that, like that, but even a small chilasha, for a great Tami Hakam, to do something that's not Hasidus of the highest level, people will start talking, you know, he's not as great as you think. And therefore, it'll cause a chilasha, and therefore, Davra Melech understood that Hagam, there was no Averin killing the husband of Bathsheba, and there was nothing wrong with marrying her, but since it didn't come across correct, he did it in a very deceptive way. He didn't kill him directly. He sent him to the front lines, and then he got killed in the front lines. It looked like a, like a slippery thing. So even though he didn't do a chet be'etzem, but he felt that that's called a chet, because he didn't do it correct way. Okay? Only a person who's working on himself, and only a person who's honest with himself, and only a person who realizes that he does have flaws. And only a person who realizes about his reality that he has Nagiyas. And he, sometimes you don't see that you're doing something wrong. It's very easy to get confused. You have agendas, and then you get lost in your agendas, and you, you don't realize. And you're open to constructive criticism. Only that type of person will admit. Gamal Good. So that was Dabra Melch. Now he's going to show the contrast, which we're not going to have the time to read through the whole thing yet, but the reason why I'm going to go into it is because I get to the Pashas HaShavua, but he's going to show us the polar opposite was with Avimelech. Avimelech who took Sarah, thinking that she is the sister of Avram, not the wife of Avram. Even when Hashem rebuked him, he still tried to justify himself. And that was a real flaw. Why? Because Avram Avinu realized they have no Yirat Shamayim, which we're going to talk about that. That's a subject. 
he realized they don't have Yerushalayim, means they had, they were not like in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim was Shatufa Ezima. But in Avimelech, by Avimelech, they had a lot of derecheres, they had, you know, Western culture, you know, they were, uh, very, uh, Derech Eretz thicker people. But he realized they don't have Yirat Shemaim. How do you realize they don't have Yirat Shemaim? Because when somebody comes to your town, the first question you ask him is about his wife. First find out if he has a place to sleep. Find out if he has food to eat. Don't, the first question you ask him is about Something's missing over here, right? So he realized they don't have Yirat Shemaim. And we'll see. This is a big subject in itself. Just because a person's lacking your Shemaim is going to be over Arias. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So they're not uh, big year Shemaim. It's not Derek Eretz either to take someone else's wife. And they do have Derek Eretz. So just because they don't have your Shemaim, you can't be a decent human being. To take someone's wife is not a decent human being. It doesn't require your Shemaim. just have to be not a Meshugana. Not a Mushchus, you know. So they were Derek Eretz. They're Bali Derek Eretz. But Avram Avinu was oymi that they don't have Yerushalayim. And oh, they don't have Yerushalayim, then when the taiva sets in, who knows what you're going to do. Okay, that's a subject. We'll talk about that. But bottom line is, Avram Avinu was put in a position to say, Achoysihi. He had no choice. But yet, when Hashem came to rebuke, rebuke Avimelech, what did Avimelech say? What do you want from me? She said, Achoysihi. What do you want from me? So you see, that automatically he's trying to justify his behavior. Hagam, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him he did wrong. Because Avram is right. What do you want him to do? He has to say, he walks into this place, he sees that the first question they ask is, he's worried. He's right for being worried. And you're wrong. And he keeps on trying to justify himself. What do you want from my life? She said, So he says, we'll see, we'll go through it tomorrow, we'll go read through it. And understand all the oymik and what he's saying. But the point is that if a person is not looking to fix himself, and he's not looking to be honest with himself, then even if HaKadosh Baruch Hu points out his flaw, he'll have a terutz. He'll come up with some justification for it. Kavuchayim people will never admit to his flaws. So he's saying that a, a, a step, if you want to know about yourself, are you a person who looks to work on yourself? Are you a person that's looking to grow? How do you deal when people give you criticism? Obviously, if people knock you and try to put you down as a person, they're not trying to give you constructive criticism. But if people are giving you constructive criticism, how do you deal with it? You deflect it? You come up with all kinds of terutsim, you know, and we're, we're really very, uh, fake people, you know, we get up in the morning, shahrit, and we say, hatati, aviti, pashati, ashamnu, bagadnu, gazalnu, dibarnu, you know, and then all of a sudden if somebody comes over to you and he says, gazalta, you tell him, you punch him in the nose. But I just heard you two seconds ago, you were saying gazalnu, you know. <laughs> so the whole tachnun was a scam. Not looking to, to, to see that you have flaws and you want to work on yourself, right? Everybody's interested in creating an image, that image of the perfect guy, you know? So we should look good in the eyes of people, and then the one we, 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 we fake the most is not the people who fake ourselves. We start to believe in ourselves as if we're such sadiqim. 
We have to be able to be comfortable that human beings have flaws and that we came to this world to fix them. And if a guy points out your flaws, he's doing you a favor. He's helping you because sometimes you don't see it. We got it? Okay, we'll stop here today. And Bezat Hashem, we'll go into the subject tomorrow more.